Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Edna White on Keeping It Real on Purpose. And today we have a special guest. Um, she's Lavina Quilliam, who's a life coach. And she's going to talk about all things life coach. But I think what we're going to talk focus on today is self-care, because that seems to be coming up a lot. So welcome, Lavina, to Keeping It Real on Purpose. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, I know that we've been talking about self-care. We've been hearing it on the radio, the television, and everything, right? So I'm excited to learn more about that as we go along. Tell me, how do you show up in the world? I like to show up in the world just with that grounded, you know, resilient hope for um, what is to come. So look forward to you know, the possibilities in life and just really, you know, anchor it into, you know, neutrality and peace. Okay. Hey, I think we're a little stuck here. There we go. All right. So, um, and so you show up in the world, just, I love the word resilient. So, Share with us a story on your resiliency. So it started when I was very young. So I was like in my early 20s and I got diagnosed with Graves' disease, which I never saw it coming. I thought, especially at a young age, that you could just push your body, you could overwork, you can just, you wouldn't have to, you know, you don't need to like really look after yourself. Like you just take it for granted. That's when you get older, then you have to take care of yourself and Life showed me that, wow, like I had full-blown anxiety every single day. Um, people wow. said it was in my mind, but in my body. And I was just like, yeah. every day, it was just like panic attack every single day. And that's when I had to, you know, look at self-care and really put myself first, regardless of, of the age. Yeah, that's a great point because I was just talking to someone else and we're talking about self-care and your mental health. So we know that anxiety can actually be something that has to do with mental health and, a, you know, um, a possible, um, I guess, a certain, uh, activity in your body that comes from a trauma, right? Mm, yeah. Okay. So um, tell us about you becoming a life coach and how that changed your, pretty much your life. So I didn't really set out to be a life coach. I always like to help people. So it just, it was a natural progression into this or transition into it. I always want to serve. I always want to uplift. I always want to share my wisdom, what I've gone through. And then naturally people wanted the help and therefore it became the title of life coach, but it's just more like serving and helping. And it changed my life because I always want to learn something. I always want to, you know, um, become the best version of myself alongside, you know, the woman that I serve at the same time. So it's always inspiration and motivation, especially on the journey where it it sounds like it's easy, but really the nitty gritty is that it's quite tough as well. And most of the time, um, you know, doing the self-care yeah. and I feel like that's important when you look at, you know, the shadows as well. Right. So in what you we're going through, you learned about self-care. What are three steps we can begin to kind of grasp self-care from your perspective? So for me, I, I didn't really like 
like you know we always hear about self-care and we, we know the importance of it but to actually do it is a is a completely different story so for me because I'm very you know scientific journey very logical um analytical but I you know, was like no I don't have to do this so mm-hmm. what I had to do was literally lay on the grass for like months before I could you know just lie on the grass or have my back against a tree like really just keep it just simple and even just getting fresh air like that was the main thing as long as I went outside because I didn't really want to go outside because it drawed panic attacks but I literally just go go outside I know I'm going to feel better afterwards so just get Mm -hmm. outside and also just you know um if I wanted to be inside just listen to a music um just to you know relax the body um any meditation as well was a really good thing okay and so you're saying to get outside is number one. Um, what's and can you give us two others? Yep. So the meditation was the second one. So if you can't second go out, okay. okay. Yeah, meditate. Um, and the third self-care is just ask your body like what does it need and then provide it. So it might be like, okay. I just want to, you know, read a book, but you know, or I need to talk to someone, or just anything that comes from what the body is asking for. Okay. And how do we sense what the body is, is asking for? How do we sense that? To build a relationship. So it won't, majority of the time won't happen over, overnight. It might not tell us anything. You might throw a tantrum. It may be angry. And it just, ah. we need to be that space yeah, to feel it. Right. Okay. Okay. So there's some type of behavior being displayed when the body's trying to tell you something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about self-care from, from the point of view, let's say, um, like you said, um, you were young, you didn't think you needed to do any of those things when you were younger and, but you were experiencing anxiety when you were younger. How can people really realize you know, I know you said making, um, you know, uh, make being aware of all of that, but how can you, you know, the listeners really say, hey, you know, um, something's weird going on. Um, what would, su- what step would you suggest when there's anxiety happen, like it happened for you? Would you suggest someone going to the hospital? What would you suggest to kind of get that under, start to get that under control? Well, when I was desperate, actually, I remember walking inside the street and just go, I need to go to hospital. Like, that's how bad I felt. And then it was walking my sister. She was like, calm down, you're all right. Like, you'll be fine. But, like, literally, sometimes if that's what you feel to go, definitely, you know, seek help in that remedy. I wasn't able to. She stopped me. Um, so I don't know how that would have went. might have went quicker. But for me, it was like I seeked help in obviously the doctor I seeked help in all these other specialists um you know remedies all these you know practitioners like healers even I went to them I did EFT tapping I did my own research I literally um you know you know seek help wherever you can whoever you feel comfortable with really getting that support was absolutely everything I've had support ever since so yeah I would never Mm. be without it Okay. All right. Um, 
with the self-care, with your self-care that you're talking about, um, there are questions that you're going to ask yourself. What three questions would start that journey? The first question I'll ask is, which is probably like, it sounds simple, but why are you resisting the change or do you want the self-care? Do you want to love yourself, you know, bad enough? as well because sometimes we go oh you know we don't really need to life is comfortable we're okay we don't need it we're not right. immune to it you know life is not like rock bottom basically so it's like how can we not allow life to get rock bottom or where we feel like we need to have extra time or when we're depleted but to actually have it before that burnt out depleted just have it because mm-hmm. we love ourselves enough because of it okay okay so that would be the first question. Do you believe in um, celebrating every time? Because I know I do. <laughs> every time you see you, you reach a goal or, um, um, you know, a part of self-care, do you celebrate? Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Less celebrating, playing, like just, you know, cherishing yourself. I think we don't do that enough. I think that's an amazing, amazing reminder to have that party. Every little, every little milestone, yeah. <laughs> jump around, mm-hmm, dance good. around. Yeah, jump around. around yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Um, when Sometimes when you're healing, right, and when you're, you're, you're getting on board with self-care, in comes maybe somebody, right, somebody. That's like, oh, you don't have to do all of that, right? It's not necessary, right? How do you start to, I guess, not be distracted, how do you not be distracted over something that's someone possibly who's like close to you say, are saying? How do you fix that? How do you adjust your mindset? And that happens all the time because a lot of people perceive it as an, an expense or a cost. And they tell me all the time, like, it's a waste of money. Like, you're wasting all your money on this. You have nothing to show. It doesn't work. So I get that all the time. And for me, it was always like, I need to be that leader and I need to continue to show the effects that I do. And people like, you know, you look so much younger and you just feel good, you're uplifted. And it's because I'm like, I'm doing self-care, but I'm not like, I'm just showing the way. I'm just like showing it through my being and my embodiment that people are going to ask why, how, you know, it is through the self-care. And I feel like just, you know, being that shining example um, and just keep on doing it and having that blockers down and go, that's people's energy. And they have every right to believe that, push that energy Mm -hmm. back. So energy hygiene and remain in my energy and keep on going. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. Um, because I know, yeah, like you said, it does happen a lot and you get naysayers and things like that, but you need to know how to kind of guard that. And that's really good what you said. Very good. Um, what helps you to slow down and feel more present in your in your experience? And it has been tough because, as I said, I had hypothyroid. So it was like, you know, with grade C, very, very hyper. Um, mm-hmm. And then I lost all my energy. So that also helped me with my senses. Um, is to, for me, it's something very simple in terms of I like chocolates. So I like to mindfully suck on a chocolate. I also mm-hmm. like to see, you know, what can I see? What can I hear um, at this time and what's beautiful around me like you know a flower right. like, I notice all the little things on the ground and I pick it up a little trinket here and there and just like little little things okay just to notice the little things right because yeah. one time I did an exercise with myself and I was like I wonder how long I was going to wash dishes and I didn't have to but I was like I got to start 
staying in the moment. And it was a really simple thing. So I went to, I went to wash the dishes, which I normally just throw them in, in a dishwasher. But I said, I wanna try to stay in the moment. So I started washing the dishes. And it was a five minute thing, but I was teaching myself how to feel the, you know, the, the wetness of the towel, the way the towel felt, the way that the um, dish detergent felt. And then I was feeling the place if I left anything residue. But I've often felt my mind going on, okay, you gotta hurry up because you gotta cook, cook this or you gotta do that, you know? But I always kind of came back to the moment I think being in the moment and feeling more present in the moment is a is very good because the, the world is teaching us we have to be busy, active, hustling, and all of that. But it, it we have to come back to slowing down and feeling more present. What has been your experience with that? Absolutely. And it's, it's everywhere. Like, and it's, you know, through people, like you perceived as, you know, lazy, if you're not doing, if you're like looking like you're not doing much. Um, and I've got that title many, many times. <laughs> and I'm you know, very lazy and I'm just like, oh, what are you doing with yourself? And you're doing with your life. And again, I stop and I breathe throughout the day. Like people are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm taking a breathing break. And I, it's like, no matter where I am, you know, in the public <laughs> or wherever, they're like, are you okay? Are you, you know, are you okay? Do you have COVID? Like you're breathing COVID on me. And I was like, no, I'm actually just breathing. You know, I'm sorry that you're around me, but you know, I always go to the toilet every, every five minutes. <laughs> That's really good. And, and breathing, those breathing exercises bring you into awareness of yourself. Like, how you're breathing, and it also brings you to where it's of the moment, you know, it, it, and that's really good stuff, really good stuff. Um, what can you tell us today that you didn't think you could do a year ago? I was allow myself to not feel guilty about having a venture because, as you know, people tell you, you know, you, you know, wasting money and things like that. I always used to have a venture, I used to, but I used to feel guilty. I was like, oh, I shouldn't, maybe, you know, this is not good. Mm -hmm. But for me now, it's like, you know, month, every month, you know, do something like a celebration for myself and just eat, do it without that guilt and just really right. soak up and enjoy. Yeah, that's good. Because a lot, along with having self-care, people make us feel guilty because, oh, you know, or try to call us names, right? I know you just said they try to say, oh, you're being lazy, blah, blah, blah. But it's really, it's really um, doing self-care. So can you explain to the audience what's the difference between alone and solitude? Oh, I love this. So first, you know, when my journey was, I, I, you know, I just, I was, you know, I felt like I was alone, but, uh -huh. you know, you're never, you're never alone anyway. Like you just, you think that, but there's always, you know, whatever people believe in, that's the connection. And also, you know, with Mother Nature or whatever people, you know, um, believe in, whether it's God, there's always right. something, there's always someone there looking at you, supporting you, like, you know, praying and just really, you know, just letting it all out. And, and you can just like have that sense of that feeling that you never learn. That's why you like it, you soak it up. But people perceive it as that you're alone. 
um, and it's, mm-hmm. it's funny why I spend so much time alone and you know isn't that lonely and it's like no it's uh, filling my cup I'm building my connection I I'm just loving that essence that presence right. and, and that feeling yeah that's nice yeah and I think solitude has a lot to do with that because you're embracing yourself a lot more and you're being aware of yourself a lot more than, and you're releasing that peace, you know, you, you, you're experiencing that peace. So I think, you know, a lot of people believe lo- alone, alone time is different than alone. And I think, you know, when, oh, you're, you're very lonely, they kind of, you know, they probably kind of put that word there. Are you lonely? Is that why you're home by yourself? Often I'm like, no, <laughs> no, you can be alone. You can be lonely in a room full of people. Like, so it's very, very true. They associate the word alone with lonely. I don't know why. <laughs> it's crazy, but yeah. So I have, you know, clients that, that kind of it's like, no, that's not the same thing. That's just not the same thing. Do you commit? Um, to a schedule that that um, sh- that um, shows your self care and your solitude time. Oh, absolutely! I always make sure I embed it in my calendar, and I give time. Otherwise, slowly time evaporates. So we make you know busy time doing other things, but yeah, very much so. I, I make sure every single day there's some sort of self care, whether it's just a little thing um, every day. Right. Well, this is good but stuff. Do in the morning. Yeah, I I do mine in the morning too as well. This is really good stuff. So how can my audience get in touch with you? um, And where are you located? I'm located in Sydney, Australia. Um, And people can get in contact with me through my free Facebook group, which I like just, you know, um, hanging out there and just being, you know, with my people. It's called Logical Minds sacred body and heart-centered beings okay all right that's that's good that's a mouthful but that's really good that's good stuff (laughs) i like that i really do like that so this brings us to the end of our show we've gotten a lot of great information to get us going on that self-care journey and i want to thank my guest lavina uh for being here today um thanks for the listening audience And if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it about on social media and leave a rating. If you really want to catch up to Lavina, I need you to click the button on the bottom of the Spotify podcast and leave her a question. And I'll make sure that she gets the question. Thanks so much. This is your host, Edna White, and our esteemed guest, Jillian. Oh, Jillian. Oh, Lord. Now, see, I done messed it up. Lavina, Lavinia, Lavina Quilliam. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. That was.